Well, good morning, Airport Christian Fellowship and friends. Uh, we are in today three of the lockdown and uh, trust that all is going well with you, that you are keeping well and keeping yourself healthy, keeping yourself safe. And uh, we've never been here before. We've never done this before. So this is quite um, unusual, quite exciting times. And uh, of course, I'm even um, just streaming. But what I'm doing this time is I'm pre-recording the video uh, and, and then I'm going to stream it onto Facebook or post it onto Facebook and you watching it. And, and so this is what's happening right now. Um, I will see what it's like during the week to actually live stream so that we can go live. Uh, what I'm thinking about, but I will let you know, is possibly in the middle of the week to um, for us to do a, a communion service together. I mean, most of you are at home and not many of you are working. So I was possibly thinking of Wednesday morning. Otherwise, uh, we could do it Wednesday afternoon, but more than likely Wednesday morning. And then we can break bread and share the body and the blood of the Lord Jesus and uh, invoke his blessing, invoke his uh, protection over our lives, um, discerning the body of Christ. Paul said if we do, uh, we will not be weak, we will not be sick, and we will not die prematurely. So, yeah, the world is, uh, is a different place at the moment, but it's going to get back to normal, well, as normal as possible as the world can. Um, just remember 9-11 and there were a lot of doomsday sayers, naysayers and um, you know the world forever changed. It did in a way but then it came back to normal and uh, you know and things are going on. And so the same will be with this particular virus. And so um, just very quickly I've been keeping myself busy, been getting up. I've got a, a program for the day organized for myself. Um, I, um, you know besides our jobs around the house. I'm also exercising, resting, and uh, and then of course reading. I'm catching up on my Bible reading. Started in Genesis chapter one, verse one again, and it's been absolutely phenomenal. I've got piles, and piles of um, material that I want to go through and and uh, courses that I want to prepare. So I don't know if the 21 days is going to be long enough, but but I'm not wishing the extension on that because I'm longing to be back at church again and having meetings together with you. And so, um, you know, the social media is awash with uh, tips, with, um, you know, good advice, with encouragement to stay home and to keep yourself healthy and keep yourself busy. So I don't want to repeat all of that. There's so much. But what I want, do want to say is that there is a lot of, you know, end of the worlders, you know, doomsday people. And um, there's one, you know, making the rounds about 5G being weapons grade and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I'm not so sure about the truth of those things. Yes, there are wicked people that are wanting to control the world. They're greedy. They've got money. But, you know, <clears throat> Jesus said, and of course he knew this, that he would build his church and the gates of hell should not prevail. Isaiah prophesied that his kingdom uh, would fill the earth and uh, take over and it would be the kingdom. Zion would be established as the chief of all mountains, of all forces, of all powers. Zion will be established. So uh, please don't get into fear. And a lot of these um, video posts and uh, sound bites, are, are they really, really invoke, invoke fear. So what I want to do this morning is um, just encourage you. Um, into prayer. It's a good time for us to pray. It's a good time for us to read the word. I'm sure you've seen the posts about, um, you know, in Brazil, the people getting together and singing, because he lives, I can face tomorrow, because he lives, all fear has gone right across the city. I mean, I can't watch it. Every time I watch that clip, I, I just, I weep, I cry. And then, of course, Sri, 
Thank you, Denver. And Sri Sri sent me a similar thing in India. Um, um, the, the folks all getting together, housebound, locked down, but somebody was out in the street and they're singing praise and worship. And that's happening all over the world. Um, um, you know, messages are going online. So the social media is flooded with messages of hope and encouragement. Well, April Christian Fellowship, I thought it'd be really good for me just to maybe touch on the subject of prayer. And, uh, you know, obviously I looked at the prayers of Jesus in the Gospels, um, but Paul, having written more than two-thirds of, or approximately two-thirds of the, the New Testament, has got a lot to say on prayer. It's amazing. I started reading through some time ago. I did this some time ago, and I started reading through all of his epistles and letters, and I started just marking where Paul prayed, or there was an inference of prayer. And I've got eight typed pages, eight four pages of, of Paul's prayers. And uh, I started using them to pray. We're praying for you, and praying for myself, and praying for, for others. And, and so this great apostle um, that, that penned so much of the New Testament, that had visitation after visitation of Jesus, the apostle born out of time, really was a man of prayer. So I'm encouraging you to pray during this time. It's part of our Fulfilling All Righteousness, that series that I've been doing. But encouraging you to pray. You've got the time. Um, you're at home and, and maybe you're busy. But in between, pray. It's important for us to pray for our government, for every official. Uh, it's, it's important for us to pray for every um, health worker. Those who are risking their lives in contact with those people with um, the coronavirus and dealing with the COVID-19 uh, particular uh, syndrome. And of course, those people that are in emergency um, services that are uh, uh, being set aside to work to deliver the, the groceries and uh, to keep the economy running as, as far as possible. And of course, we're hearing, you know, sad news about the Edcon group, Edgars. We're he hearing sad um, news about the Moody's downgrade. We're hearing sad news about um, um, one of the, the uh, national carriers going into liquidation. And of course, the economy is being knocked. But I just want to say, hold your head. Keep up your hope. Let's pray for this country. Let's pray for our government. It's really interesting. And they just put it in, an, in, in, a, in a brief note um, in ENCA that even England, uh, the United Kingdom, um, had a ratings downgrade because, you know, this is knocking every country. Obviously, uh, financially, they're in a better position than us, um, than our country. But so we need to pray for wisdom for our president, uh, for Tito Mbueni, Minister Tito Mbueni, uh, the Reserve Bank governor, and, and all of those in this country that really we can um, see the economy bounce back. I just touched on this a little while ago, very encouraged by President Donald Trump's speech, and he said, when we're through this, there's going to be an economic boom. And so those that have lost their jobs or are about to lose their jobs will have jobs again. And so I, I really need you to pray. So pray uh, for my, for me, pray for all of ACF, pray for every single member, attender, every friend of ACF, pray for all of the believers, all of the ministries in South Africa, pray for the church of Jesus Christ worldwide, that despite this, you know, the kingdom of God is advancing. In fact, um, we're going to hear some amazing testimonies and amazing news come out um, once this is through. Andre de Miglia, remember he was with us a couple of years ago, maybe one and a half, two years ago. Andre de Miglio, um, he uh, posted something and, um, he, and, and that was, it was a member of one of their churches 
um, had the coronavirus and um, the, he was on life support and all of the members got together and just began to pray and make declarations. Uh, he was in a coma by the morning. He was awakened out of the, the coma. And I think if I remember the, the, the message right, by that afternoon, he was 100% well and the, the virus had gone. So prayer is going to carry us through. Prayer is going to give us hope. Prayer is going to give us encouragement. So let me get into it. I don't want this to be a message to be too long. But Paul calls us to pray over and over again. For example, Romans 12, 12, Paul says this, be joyful in hope, be patient in affliction, be faithful in prayer. And so I, I really believe it's a time where God is calling the church to pray like we have never prayed before, for God's spirit to move, for his kingdom to be established. But I like what Paul said in that verse, that exhortation, be joyful in hope. So this is really a time um, for us not to be gritting our teeth and trying to muster hope. Paul says, be joyful in hope. You know, have hope and be filled with joy at the same time. And then be patient in affliction. Patient, you know, knowing that God will deliver us, God will bring us through, God is going to help us. And then the, the process um, that we need to apply is being faithful in prayer. Paul says in Ephesians 6, 18, pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. And he says, and with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. And so this is an occasion. This is an occasion when we need to be praying. We need to be alert, keep on praying for all the saints. Paul says in Colossians chapter four, verse two, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. So let's watch and pray. Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 17, Pray without ceasing. So during the day, and I'm sure you're doing the same, walk around praying in the Holy Spirit, praying in tongues. Walk around praying. Paul says in 1 Timothy 2.8, I want men everywhere and women to lift up holy hands in prayer without anger or disputing. And of course, there's the great example that um, he quotes in Hebrews chapter 5 or 7, that during the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions with loud cries and tears to the one who could save him from death and who can save us from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. And so we need to submit to God's call to pray, God's injunction to pray. It's not only the time that we read. The scripture is full of it. Jesus said himself, when you pray, not if you pray, when you fast, not if you fast. So I want to thank you, ACF. I want to thank the prayer chains. I want to thank all of you that, that you are people of prayer. And, and I really, really appreciate it. Um, so, of course, one of the things that uh, Paul states over and over again, um, you know, as a man of prayer, he, he teaches us that when we come to pray, we need to present our prayers with thanksgiving. So thanksgiving precedes our requests, our praying, our petitions, our intercessions. And so we need to give thanks. Look, we've still got a lot to give thanks for. We need um, to have an attitude of gratitude approaching um, you know, our praying because it's the prelude to faith. Um, if, we, if we start giving thanks for all that we have, we start to anticipating all that we will receive once we have prayed. And so Paul says 
in um, Romans chapter 1, verses 8 to 10. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you. So there we are. There's something to pray, uh, to thank the Lord for. We can thank the Lord for every single saint in ACF, every single person. We can thank God for so many things. And it says here, because your faith is being reported all over the world. God whom I serve with my whole heart in preaching the gospel of his son is my witness how I constantly, I remember you in my prayers at all times. And I pray that now at last by God's will, the way may be open for me to come to you. Well, I'm praying soon that we can get together um, at ACF and have church. Um, I can't wait for that. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 4 to 16, 14 to 16, thanks be to God who always leads us in triumphal procession. So what a statement of faith. We can thank God that he always leads us in a triumphal procession in Christ. In other words, he has already won the victory and we are following behind him the captain, the Lord of hosts, the leader, the head, um, you know, the one that goes in, our commander in chief, and he's going ahead. He's won the victory already, and we are in the triumphal procession. And he's receiving the accolades, and it's washing over us. Um, he gets the praise, and we get the victory. I mean, it's so powerful. And he spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of him. Let the world see that we're a community of faith. Let the world see that we're a community of hope, that, uh, who are positive. And, and see that we're standing and believing that we will get through this. The whole world will get through this. He says we are to God the aroma of Christ. Isn't that really awesome? So when God smells our fragrance, we are to him the aroma of Christ. Of those who are being saved and, and uh, uh, the aroma of Christ to those who are perishing. One is the aroma of life and the other is the aroma of death. And Paul says who is equal to such a task. Well, we're equal to it, but we start with thanksgiving. So one of the things that we can start is thanking the Lord that we're in a triumphal procession, that we have the victory, that we're going to come through this. And uh, even if your finances are under pressure, it's going to change. Let's trust and believe God. And so Paul talks about that in the area of giving. And so I want to just slip this in here right now. And thank you, ACF. Thank you for those, even there are, there are those who from overseas have already sowed money. Um, thank you, um, Stefan and Romy, for sowing your tithes into ACF. I messaged uh, Stefan and he was saying, you know, I don't need to thank him. He said it's his duty as a believer. And so thank you for all of those, all of you who have been just faithfully continued your giving. And I want to encourage you every Sunday when I put out the video or if I do a live, uh, a live stream um, and, 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 you know, so that you can interact with me, um, if I do that, um, just continue. Consider getting the bank account details. Go onto the website www.acf.org.za and you will see the bank account details there. And consider just giving your offerings as you normally do. Let's make it as an act of faith. Paul talked about the, the, the churches in Macedonia who pleaded um, with him for the opportunity to give and they were hard pressed they were in a in a, a very stringent economic time but but really chose um, to to give and Paul says this the service that you perform is not only supplying the needs of God's people but is also overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God I want to tell you that it's been Awesome to be able to pay the salaries, pay the, all of the staff, and to help out needy families. Thank you for those of you who sowed extra 
you know one precious family just after i sowed extra to the staff out of my personal finances you know i wanted to bless them for all the hard work they did um, and i was sowing it for my family i was sowing it um, for acf and acf's finances and within minutes of me sowing that to a couple in the church who immediately uh, to one of my staff members immediately they sowed it back into acf and i know that they've received a harvest as well but within minutes somebody contacted me and they said we want to put in extra finances and uh, so that you can even help those that are under pressure and so it's overflowing to many expressions of thanks because of the service by which you have proved yourself men will praise god for the obedience that accompanies your confession of the gospel of christ and for your generosity in sharing with them and with everyone else and in their prayers for you in their hearts their hearts will go out to you because of the surpassing grace god has given you Thanks be to God for this indescribable gift. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, ACF. Thank you, those even watching um, overseas. Thank you for your sowing to myself, to ACF, more importantly, and um, uh, for doing what you're doing. I was so touched um, chatting to Pastor Helen Cannon. I just felt to phone her and see how she was doing. And um, she asked for prayer. She said um, this thing has affected her personal finances, which is, you know, very much her income is very much linked to investments that her late father did and um, so that's been affected but you know she said I decided I decided I'm going to just keep giving like I'm always giving and she said I have to do my own hair but I decided to um, uh, sew to the hairdresser what I normally would for a hairdo now you know it's that kind of thing that is going to um, change South Africa bring the blessing of God not only on you not only on ACF but on the entire country I was watching um, just reading something on Facebook, I commented on somebody who's on the hashtag I'm staying, um, posted how two of his tenants um, were not in a position to pay their rent this month and he forgave them the rent. He, he released them from paying the rent to him this month. And um, that kind of beautiful generosity, that kind of um, kind-hearted giving spirit is what will save people and save this nation. And so thank you. Thank you for those of you who um, are giving extra and um, you know I, I shared this testimony um, on, a, on a quick um, sort of little broadcast that I did and and that is my daughter Amy part of the money that I sowed I sowed um, for my children's finances as well and uh, one of her clients phoned her and uh, said to her now as a hairdresser you're closing down single single person business um, are you going to be okay and, you know, she said to me, Dad, I can't say anything. She's a client, you know. I can't say no. And, you know, and, and Kevin's um, work, he, his salary might might be, be cut, um, reduced. But um, she um, said the next day, this lady put two-thirds of her entire month's income into her account and said, I just want to make sure that you're okay. We can work it off later. You know, it's just what a blessing. What a blessing to find generous people in the world and, uh, you know, and I know that you're amongst them, but you're of the household of faith, so you're even more generous. So thank you very much. And then, you know, the Apostle Paul uh, talks about it in Ephesians 5.19, speaking to yourselves. So when we, when we pray, speak to yourselves, speak to yourselves with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Sing and make music in your heart to the Lord. You know, since I watched that clip on um, the in Brazil, citywide, the people singing. I've been walking around singing because he lives. I can face tomorrow. I'm not going to torture you with the 
rest of that song. But uh, otherwise, I'd have to pray for you. But because he lives, all fear is gone. And I've been singing that over and over again and uh, singing in the spirit, singing to myself, building myself up in my most holy faith. But then in verse 20, he says, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And in Ephesians, no, sorry, in Philippians, he prefixes it by saying, be anxious for nothing. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And he says the same in Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 and 7. He says um, we need to be overflowing with gratitude, with thankfulness. Colossians 3, 17, and whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father by him. And you know, you might be around the house. Maybe you can't go to work. Maybe you're missing work. Maybe you're enjoying being at home. Maybe you're tackling all of those chores. Whatever it is, you know, he says, whatever you do in word or deed, do it. In, and as you're doing it, be giving thanks to God the Father um, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul says in Hebrews 13 verse 15, you know, he talks about the fact that, um, you know, that praise is part of our sacrifice as a royal priesthood. And he says, by him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise. Man, it's such a good time to praise him. Um, praise him that you are well. Praise him that you're alive. Praise him. There's so much that you can praise him for. Praise him um, by faith that you're going to come out of this. Praise him that um, when you get through, you're going to prosper and the entire country is going to prosper. He says, the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. And so the fruit of these lips. Listen, there's so much negativity. You know, I almost want to switch my phone off because people are sending me all of these you know, end of the world clips and is this the mark of the beast? You know, we can't buy or sell and all these things. What's your opinion? And I promise you, I'm sitting for hours, you know, just just um, going through things. I actually posted one through to um, Andre Blichnot and I said, just give me your opinion on this. And he, you know, he came back, same, same view, same opinion. Listen, I want to categorically say it's not the end of the world. It's not the mark of the beast. You know, you know, fortunately... Uh, you know, it's like Bishop T.D. Jake said. I watched one of the clips that are making the rounds. You know, I've been long, around long enough to have heard a plethora of things, you know. I mean, just from, from everything, you know, being the mark of the beast, the Antichrist, it's a, it's, this is the time. And, and now, you know, they're going to put a chip in the vaccine so that it washes you so they can track you. And oh my goodness, I just want to tell you, it's not the mark of the beast. It's not the Antichrist. It's not the end of the world. They misquote Matthew 24 verse 3 and, and others. You know that we have a very different view on it. And so understand that um, we've got much to praise him, much to thank him for. This world is not going to end um, anytime soon. In fact, Paul says in Ephesians 3, um, I think it's 3.21, that this world is a world without end. And so, yeah, let's give thanks to his name. So, Praying in the Spirit. Paul encourages much praying in the Spirit. I already quoted Ephesians 5 um, and verse 19 and 20, speaking to yourselves as psalms, seems spiritual songs. But um, Paul tells us in Romans chapter 8, verse 26, likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. And you know, maybe um, at this point in time, your mind is staggering a bit about at the enormity 
of, of what is happening with this virus. I, I mean, it's, it's knocked whole countries. I've brought countries to standstill, grounded um, transport, you know, whether by land or by air or by sea. Um, it, it really is, um, you know, something that we've never experienced before. Maybe the last time there was this kind of thing was the Second World War. Well, incidentally, I was just reading through Genesis and you can be glad you're not Noah because he was on lockdown for about a year. <laughs> and it was just him and his family and, uh, you know, an ark full of animals. So, you know, maybe you kind of feel like that. You're at home with your family and other animals. You know, like Gerald Durrell's book, My Family and Other Animals. He was on lockdown for a year. And uh, he had plenty of time to meditate, plenty of time to reflect. You know, he had to do household chores in that ark, you know. So, so um, we, we can pray in the Spirit because it helps our infirmities. Our minds can't get around the enormity of this thing. And, you know, we're staggering to think that maybe it could be prolonged past April the 16th. Well, I believe if that we, the believers, pray, those that are, are coming up with the meds and the cures um, will get wisdom and come up with it sooner. But, you know, let's trust God for a direct intervention. I know people are prophesying the end of it, it'll vanish and all this kind of thing. And uh, some have missed the date. You know, the, the, the prophecies have gone past the sell-by date. So I'm not prophesying those. But I'm saying prayer makes a difference. And I, I was listening to Donald Trump's speech and then I heard uh, Vice President Mike Pence thanking the community of faith, the believers, and, and saying their prayers always have and, and, and currently do and always will make a difference. Come on, church. If we pray um, and pray in the Spirit, Paul says he helps our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself maketh intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. You know, even if our vocabulary cannot stretch to the size of the problem we have the spirit of god who and he is extremely articulate he's extremely literate as far as the expression of what needs to be expressed to god in intercession and in prayer and and so for us it's inutterable groanings it's words that cannot be expressed but it's completely lucid understandable comprehensive language to God is deep calling to deep in the roar of the waterfalls and so you know if you can't find the words you know use the simplicity of your your language God understands and he makes your prayers bigger than what it is but 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 there can just be an oh God oh God intervene for South Africa oh Jesus save Lord no more deaths we rebuke this, this virus, this coronavirus. We bind the spirit of death. God, we apply the blood of Jesus Christ to ourselves in this nation. Let it be like in the, the exodus from Egypt that that spirit of death passes over because the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we need to pray. Paul says, let him that speaketh in an unknown tongue pray that he may interpret. You can do that as well. And he says, it is written, I will pray with the Spirit and I'll pray with the understanding. I'll sing with the Spirit and I will sing with the understanding. In fact, Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 18, I thank my God, I speak with tongues more than you all. Come on, we have a spirit language. We have the Holy Spirit inside of us um, who can pray you know, the full gamut of prayers. You could be praying and interceding for scientists and 
um, the medical profession working away, studying the virus and to stumble across a cure. You could be praying for someone who is about to be infected and at the last minute their, their paths are, are averted, that they don't come near the virus. You don't know what you're praying when you're praying in the Holy Spirit, but you are praying the very will of God and God surely will intervene and uh, cause an answer to come to that prayer. And so, you know, keep praying. There's many other things that, uh, that we can pray through the prayers of the Apostle Paul for spiritual growth, you know, all sorts of things. Um, we can pray for peace and comfort, you know. Um, man, there are people who are really, really worried. People who are really afraid. And I can understand that. Um, you know, people maybe with compromised immune systems, um, people who are prone, who've got weakened lungs, whatever it is, underlying um, physical conditions, um, we need to pray for them. Pray that the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort will comfort them in all their troubles. That's what Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 to 7. But not only that, he says, may God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through man, a man, a man, the shalom of God, the peace of God. I remember years ago, uh, Pastor uh, John Cheesby said this the shalom, the peace of God is nothing lost, nothing stolen, nothing broken, nothing missing. And so that everything is in place. And I love what Paul says. He calls him the God of peace. May he sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful and he will do it. And so that sanctification of peace in your body, that there'll be peace in your body, nothing lost, nothing stolen, stolen, nothing missing, and nothing broken in your body. And so Paul tells us that we are to be anxious about nothing, but in everything by prayer and petition present our requests to God. He says, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And I want to just add to that scripture, reading from the, the, the previous one. And it he will cause peace to be in your physical body. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way the Lord be with you all. We, we may have um, real urgent desires at a time like this. You know that, um, and, and there's, there's a whole lot of desires for the safety of our families to get through this. We'll have a, have a job at the end of this. And Paul says this in 2 Thessalonians 1 verses 11 to 12. He says, with this in mind, we constantly pray for you. And, and I promise you, I'm praying for you. I'm endeavoring to phone and contact folks that, that are on my heart. When, when I feel that you're on my heart, I'll message you. Or I'll, I'll phone you, but know this, that I'm carrying all of you in my heart constantly. And that God will fulfill all of your desires, all of your longings. That our God may count you worthy of his calling. And that by his power, he may fulfill every good purpose of yours. And every act prompted by your faith. I'm so proud of you as ACF members. And so many of you are just standing up and doing the thing. Quite a few of you are working at home. Some of you are on standby emergency services. Um, you know, others are just marking time, you know, so and, and taking the opportunity to rest and catch up. But amidst it all, 
you've got purposes and you've got acts prompted by faith. And, and I'm praying that God would bring fulfillment to all of those. He says, we pray this so that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you. And you might be glorified in him according to the grace of, of our God and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. I like um, Paul's prayer. Just excuse me. <coughs> I'm getting a little bit hoarse. So pr praying for and the impartation of faith. I like this particular prayer and I'm going to start to wind down. How can we thank God enough for you in return for all the joy we have in the presence of our God because of you? And honestly, I have great joy in the presence of God because of all of you ACF members and friends. Night and day we pray most earnestly that we may see you again and supply what is lacking in your faith. And that's one thing that I've really felt. I sat with one of our business people, also one band business, and sat with him on the, on the last day of the lockdown, I just felt, let's have coffee together. And felt that I just needed to sow into their lives for their business and for their future. And, and I really strongly felt that I needed to pray um, for a gift of faith. You know, there are, there are times when we can try and build up our faith that, that is there. We can, we can encourage our faith. We can, um, we can confess. There's, there's so many things we can do to to, to um, just lift our faith level. But there are times, you know, where it feels like someone's pulled the plug sort of right down near your toes and, and faith has just oozed out and seeped out. But it's so incredible because it's such a necessary attribute that God lists it amongst the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And one of them is the gift of faith, so that we can, we can operate in all the other gifts, that we can prophesy according to the measure of faith, that miracles and healing and all those kind of things. And having had experiences where, where I felt my back was against the wall, I felt that there was no way out, I felt that I had no hope. Um, and when I sought God, um, God injected faith into my spirit as a gift, and it absolutely lifted me and it gave me a certainty that everything was going to be okay. And so I'm praying that, that um, through this broadcast, through this message, through my prayers, that, that I can supply what is lacking in your faith. Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus Christ clear the way for us to get together again. May the Lord make your love increase and overflow to each other and for everyone else, just as ours does for you. May he strengthen your heart so that you'll be blameless and holy in the presence of God, our God and Father, when the Lord Jesus Christ comes with all these holy ones and so it's one of the things that i'm praying for for you so as we draw to a close we're at about 35 minutes now and um, i want to just encourage you um, whatsapp one another contact one another phone one another encourage one another if any one of you has a member in the church and and that person is on your heart uh, without even having to contact them, it'd be good if you can, but then pray for one another. Pray and encourage all of those people around you. There are unsaved people in your circle, um, family members, and they're looking for someone to be strong, for someone to stand up. Um, everybody um, wants stability, wants, wants assurance. And I pray that you would be that rock, that rock of Gibraltar. I pray that you would be that solid place, that in a storm, Tossed sea, 
where there is no light, you'd be the lighthouse. But not only that, you would be the place to which they can come and throw the ropes and anchor themselves that you would be a safe haven because of your faith, your hope, your peace, and your love. And so again, as I come to a close, I just want to encourage you um, to be praying. Pray for me also. Pray that I'll have the wisdom um, to pass the ACF through all of this. Pray for our government, according to 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1. But when you pray for me, pray for wisdom. Pray that whenever I open my mouth, words may be given me, so that I will fiercely make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador and a minister of the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, pray for us. Pray that, um, um, that I would be strong, that I would be healthy, that um, I would be provided for. Just I want you to cover with me in prayer. Paul says, with all praying also for us, that God would open unto us a door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ for which I am in bonds, for which I am also in lockdown. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Yeah, pray that I get a little bit more techno savvy. <laughs> so I'll be doing conference call with JD and see if that I can then um, do the next one live. And so I want you to be watching out uh, for Wednesday possibly Wednesday morning, 9 a.m. I'll just have some communion here. Bev and I will share it. And maybe you can share communion. But why don't you do this at the end of this message this morning, Sunday morning? Why don't you do it? Why don't you, in your household, just get some crackers and some juice. It doesn't have to be red. It can just be whatever. And just celebrate the body and the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Going through 1 Corinthians um, chapter 11, when he outlines discerning the body and the blood of Jesus, approaching it in faith. Why don't we take the body and blood of Jesus as our inoculation, our antiviral? You know, when he said, no weakness, no sickness, you know, that includes everything. It includes the coronavirus. You know, when Jesus died on the cross, God in his omniscience and his wisdom could see down the centuries, could see past decades, and there is no sickness, there is no virus outside of his healing virtue, outside of the blood of the cross. And so when we take that, bread when we take that cup and we celebrate it together we're celebrating the victory that jesus obtained for us on the cross and uh, when you take it take it prayerfully when you take it take it in faith when you take it eat and remember the broken body of jesus when you take it drink the cup remembering his shed blood for us have in mind psalm 103 bless the lord O my soul um, and all that is within me bless his holy name bless the lord O my soul and all that is within me, um, bless his holy name. And forget not all his benefits, who forgives all our sins and heals all of our diseases. And he renews our youth like that of an eagle, like that of a young person. And so I want to encourage you to take it. As we come now to an end, I want to just pray blessing over you. Pray blessing over your finances. Pray blessing um, because of your faithfulness in giving. You know, like um, Stefan and Romy's attitude, you don't have to thank me, uh, thank us. He sa they said, it is our duty. It is our God-given duty. It's the, what we need to be doing. And so thank you so much, all of you. And then the Apostle Paul, um, in so many places, as he ended his letters and his epistles, he would say this, and I'm just going to read through them quickly. 
The grace of the Lord Jesus be with you. This is in order of the books in which they appear. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, brothers and sisters. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. That's Thessalonians. The Lord be with your spirit. Grace be with you. And then in Titus, kind of right at the end, he says, grace be with you all. So I speak grace over you. I pronounce blessing over you. I pronounce strength and health and provision. I pronounce wisdom. I pronounce understanding and insight. I pronounce upon you a spirit of prayerfulness um, with thanksgiving and with faith in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I anticipate in a few weeks' time that we get together and we can celebrate and rejoice back at ACF uh, Buildings. Um, so God bless you. Thank you so much. Keep praying in Jesus' name. Love you all. Bless you. Bye.